0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mirador podcast. This is Anaya Keenan, podcast director. This week, we've put pre- something pretty special for you, especially if you like dogs. Senior and primary host of the Humans of Miramani series, Chaya Tong, returns this week for her final episode of Humans of Miramani. She'll be talking to another fellow senior, someone who has had a lot of experience with small animals and has recently risen to TikTok fame. Keep listening to find out who it is.
1: Hello. And welcome to Humans of Miramonti, the show where we highlight different people within the Miramonti community. Though we all go to the same school, we all have different backgrounds, interests, and goals, so let's get to know each other. My name is Chaya Tong, and today we will be meeting senior Courtney Osman. Courtney has an unusual hobby, one most of us would love to do. She breeds puppies. In fact, her dog Poppy has had five litters. Are you jealous yet? Here's Courtney talking about how she began this venture.
0: It all started, and I think about eighth grade. I'm currently in twelfth grade, and um, I one of my neighbors ha- was breeding puppies for Canine Companions for Independence, which is a service dog organization that um, a service dog organization that provides dogs to people with disabilities free of charge. And me, being the dog lover that I am, I like loved these puppies so much. And I told, and my mom and I have a history. One of our neighbors where we used to live bred puppies. And so we had a little bit of history with, you know, being in that whole puppy world. And, uh, if you live within 60 miles of the Canine Companions headquarters, headquarters, which is in Santa Rosa, you're eligible to be a breeder. So my, I totally convinced my mom and she was like, let's do it. So we went through the whole application process and ended up picking up our dog Poppy, uh,
1: at the headquarters. And then that's, that's how it all began. I asked Courtney to walk me through the process of breeding poppy. Because
0: canine companions for independence, they're they um, do all the breeding. They know when everything gets done. They handle all of the schedule, schedules and all of that. When Poppy goes into heat, which is the time when she's fertile, we drive her up to Santa Rosa. We, she goes to the spa, is what we like to call it. She goes to the spa and she gets bred. She stays there for about two-ish weeks. Uh, they breed her at her most fertile period. Then we pick her up when she is pregnant hopefully pregnant we keep her for a little bit then she gets an ultrasound to confirm that she is pregnant which is super exciting because we of course love seeing puppies and you can see the little heartbeats and everything it is absolutely precious like I remember one time I was like almost in tears because it's just so cute seeing little puppy little puppy heartbeat so that is super exciting and then about two weeks before she's due about two weeks before she's due she goes in for an x-ray and this is I think the most exciting part pre-whelp because that's when you get to kind of guess how many puppies there are. In the past, she has had litters of um, 10 to 12 puppies. And so they're all just crammed in her uterus, stomach, whatever. And it's like, almost hard to tell because you have to, the way that you count the puppies is you count their, the, the number of heads and spines. And you can kind of get a rough estimate. This last litter, she only had six, though. And so that was much easier. But that, that x-ray period is it's really fun because we all like to play the guessing game. And my mom is a veterinarian at work. Um, they have a little gambling thing. That, not like gambling, but they just try and guess. Oh, they <laughs> guess the number of puppies in the litter. So it's a little game they play. And so the x-ray and then the whole world happens. So we set up the whole room, set up the puppy room, get everything ready. And she uh, gives birth to the puppies in a little kiddie pool. And it's filled with paper and lining and we do the whole welt process um would you like me to get into that at all sure yeah and so okay so it first starts off poppy goes into labor she usually the they can companions gets the breeding date that she's gonna have her puppies pretty straight on pretty dead really good but in the past because of her big litter she has had her puppies a day or two early like this most recent litter for example I'm sleeping. It's two o'clock in the morning. My mom yells at me two days before she's due. She's like, Courtney, Poppy just had her first puppy. Oh my gosh, like get in the room (laughs) now. And it was like, oh, it was crazy. Just everything hit the fan she had her first puppy because a lot of times they'll go into labor or like uh, show a lot of labor sometimes but i guess because we've been asleep she i mean my mom was watching her the entire night she (laughs) she was watching her but she had her first puppy so totally kick-started the whole night and what happens is the way that you deliver a pup is she pushes out the baby break open the placenta rub the puppy make sure it's stimulated and when it squeaks and it whines you're like yay lungs are open that's a good sign." you little you squeeze the um seem like a Oh gosh, I don't even know the right word for it, but you get the mucus out of the nostril, out of their airways and all that, and then you tie off the umbilical cord, put a little like yarn around their neck so you can tell the difference between them, um, cut off the umbilical cord, weigh them, and then record it on the birth chart so we can keep track of them, and then put them on, put them to milk on mama, and then that, that whole thing repeats. And so after the puppies whelp, uh, after the puppies are whelped, we take care of them, monitoring their weight for quite a while, and then um, around two weeks, they move out of the little kiddie pool and onto, and that, what's funny is when we, we move them out of the kiddie pool, when they start to like look like they can climb over, and there's been times where we've kind of estimated that a little bit too wrong. I remember one time, we keep them gated inside the, um the kiddie pool gated inside the X-Pen just to be safe, just in case that does happen, but I remember I watched in the puppy room once, and the oldest one, the firstborn, the biggest he uh he had gotten out and he was just walking around and we were like oh my gosh okay this is our sign and we we changed it up and we give them toys at that point cuz they go through all different sorts of stages of development but um they get out of the kiddie pool they go in their pen we expand the pen as they as they grow we make an outdoor pen for them too which is really fun and has a lot of stimulating activities for them and then at 8 weeks we it's the day comes the day comes it's eight weeks and we drive the puppy. we load them in the back of our car we drive them all the way up to santa rosa and we turn them in and that's where they go through the whole process get all their checkups and then are sent to their future puppy raisers who are going to do like basic service dog training for them for their next uh, 18 months of life
1: in a little twist of fate one of poppy's puppies was raised by another miramonte student I know we took Latu together last year, right? Mm hmm. And yeah. I, there was someone there who had her dog Walnut. And was that from you or was that separate? Yes.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, it was. Yes. She, it just so happened that she ended up getting a puppy um, from our litter. And that just works out amazing because, you know, she's in our area. And uh, yeah, she ended up getting Walnut, which is the puppy from uh, her poppy's third litter. And I remember she, it's Lucy, she brought her to yeah. school a couple times and that was really fun seeing Walnut and it's great to see other people in the community involved like in the Miramani community because that's like you know another community part of being involved in that Canine Companions community
1: yeah that was really cool um and so basically you send the dogs you send the puppies back to Canine Companions and then is it like if there's leftover puppies then you can adopt them out to people like Lucy or how did Lucy get the puppy she got the puppy she is actually a her and her family are breeder or no they are
0: puppy raisers. And so how Can a Companions works is, I mean, the breeder stage, we have the puppies for eight weeks, that whole shebang. And then the puppy raisers sign up, you know, as an application. I totally recommend And again, anyone listening, you should totally check it out. There's all different types of ages and types of people who do this and everyone loves it. So, yeah, so those people do uh, work on, they train the dog for the first 18 months of life, right? And it's, they teach them the first, like they teach them 30 basic service dog commands and really get them socialized to be the best kinds of service dogs that they can. And then after that, they'll go through graduation and evaluation to decide who, what kind of service dog they should be, if they should be a service dog. And so Lucy, in that case, she was a puppy raiser, that middle step, and she um, to, is raised one.
1: The organization Canine Companions works with disabled people. I asked Courtney to describe the different services the dogs provided. they have multiple different uh
0: types of service dogs that they that that they make i guess they make so first is like facility dogs dogs in hospitals or say um kids who like in a courtroom or something like have to testify a dog there that that's one section another section is people with hearing disabilities and so that's that's another aspect uh kids like special needs children or uh, kids with special needs. Those those uh, they get. They are also that. <laughs> excuse me. The they. That's another section that Canon Companions does, a, along with people who need wheelchairs, people who need that extra assistance. They don't do. Uh, they don't do seeing eye dogs. That's uh, die dogs for the blind. But they do. They are. All, but they also do. Canon Companions also does either doing a new PTSD. A service dog program for people for people with PTSD so that's also a great thing that they're working on.
1: You know that old excuse the dog ate my homework? In Courtney's case the dog ate her pants.
0: It's a really funny thing and a classic thing when it comes to puppies but when they get older they start to get these really sharp teeth like they will they are they are sharks at this point they will show no mercy and they also have just discovered that they have teeth so they like to bite anything and everything that they can get the teeth on oh my god so i when i remember i was wearing these really flowy pants i got into the puppy cage right the puppy x-pin and i sit down to greet them like i do at least 40 times a day and they just started. They will, they will grab my hair, grab my shirt, and these flowy pants did not survive. Because at one point, I'm trying so hard to get one off of one leg, and then by the time I do that, another ones with the other leg, and they just they became my puppy pants because they have so many rips in them.
1: Courtney's hobby has also catapulted her to TikTok fame.
0: It was it was back in summer 2019. It was with the z litter which is our poppy's fourth litter she ended up um it was i i i just downloaded tiktok it was a new platform and i thought of this really good tiktok idea of counting like showing my you know videoing poppy and showing her pregnancy uh like counting down the days especially because she was gonna have around 10 to 12 puppies she ended up having 11 puppies and so (laughs) that last week of pregnancy she looks like a pregnant so, of course so of course i did a little countdown video and i just oh it's funny like i'll post it and i remember posting it just completely shutting off my phone like just it's a countdown video of poppy and then at the end you can see she is a, she's um she's about to have her puppies and so but she was still in labor and so that's when the, her belly actually dropped fun fact her belly drops down so she looks even more pregnant that was the final shot i think that was really an eye getter and it was the song i don't know if any of you guys listening recognize it's like baby mama's this your song been pregnant for way too long too long so it was that one and she ended up and so I posted it. I totally shut off my phone and I came back and it had like so like hundreds of thousands of views and I was like insane like I was because I just posted a funny video and it was like it was such an experience and I remember my mom called me she was like one of my coworkers was in the bathroom watching TikTok and she saw Poppy on her For You page. Like, what's going on? And I was like, mom, I have no idea what's going on. And I went to bed and it was at like 2.7 million views, which was insane. I like oh literally God. couldn't believe it. I was sitting on the kitchen counter talking to my mom like, oh my God, this is crazy. And and then I woke up and it had even more views. And and then people were like, we're the puppies. We want to see the puppies. Because like, obviously who wouldn't? So I just kind of posted the puppy videos from there. And um, that, that litter, I posted a lot of puppy videos. And then that list I put, I think mean, I had me in them too. It was funny, we had little puppy costumes too that were actually guinea pig costumes that we put on the puppies. And so with posting that, and I think, yeah, with posting that and that viral video too which probably gave my page a lot of traction for that time, that grew me um, in two months, 500,000 followers. And so that's how I got started with TikTok.
1: Courtney has even found a way to transform her hobby into an internship
0: well, let's begin with what the company is it's It's called canine wear and they are a um dog apparel company the y- oh yeah the wise program I needed to pick an internship. I was kind of thinking I, like, I don't know what to do. I kind of wanted to go somewhere in person and for those listening who don't know what wise is it's pretty much a uh it's a class you can take in 12th grade which I totally recommend you take so much fun it's for where you can pretty much pursue a instead of going sixth period you go to a career interest a uh, passion or something you want to pursue and I was so I was thinking oh my gosh what am I going to do I don't know what to do and then there was this company and I was like wait that'd be kind of cool maybe I'll internship for this company so I should do an email and they were so welcoming they're like oh my gosh yes totally so I ended up getting on board like that. And that was super fun. And so what I do there is um, I work on, I work with them on their TikTok, which is, works pretty well. Cause you know, I, I do TikTok a lot too. And so um, I work on TikTok with them. So I'm doing some of that. I do some of their social media too. There's someone else working on social media. So I work with them. And in addition, I'm currently working on outreach for, I'm currently working on outreach for like people who like different, like really big influencers who could possibly have a line with them. And so like that's been that's been really fun and you and it's so and i'll explain a little bit about the product too it's a it's a harness so pretty much you have a harness that you put over your dog and then there's outfits that you can put over that harness and so it's interchangeable so you get all the good stuff of that harness but you can put an outfit over it so your dog doesn't even know it's wearing an outfit but they're looking super cute and so it's <laughs> plug here it's Use code. Coco Aussie, if you want some money off, and I totally recommend it. It's like really good quality. I intern there, I would totally support it.
1: I had one last question for Courtney. How do you feel about cats? How
0: do I feel like you know what? I've actually been thinking about that, Jaya. <laughs> Thank you for asking. So I kinda used to be like, I don't like cats. Who would like cats? Like, I'm such a dog person but I would not know like cats just seem really angry all the time you they don't love you all the time but then but then funny enough watching TikTok and kind of seeing a lot of cats on TikTok and people interacting with them I it, I would never thought that I would say this but I think I could possibly get a cat when I'm older because what I've seen is I think that cats their relationship with people is much different and and from what I've seen sometimes cats you really have to earn their trust and it's it's different I think and I also the cats are kind of some of them are cute I like the little they like the ones with little short ears me too. that one so maybe 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 I would get a cat whatever because they seem like they're they seem kind of cool they seem like they'd be fun could also be a cat breeder yeah <laughs> <laughs> right oh my gosh Little kittens would be so cute
1: if you would like to follow Courtney on TikTok her handle is at Coco that's C-O-C-O-A-U-S-S-Y. Go watch, go follow, and thank you, Courtney, for being on Humans of Miramonti. As we are now in May, this is the final episode of our show for the season. I hope you have enjoyed meeting the various denizens of Miramonti High School. Next season, Humans of Miramonti will return with a new host. This is Chaya Tong, over and out. Have a great summer, everyone. Go Mats!
0: That's all for this episode of the Mirador Podcast. Special thanks to Courtney for coming on our show this week, and thanks as always to the Mirador Editorial Board and our EIC's Henry and Emma. All music in this episode is a product of Blue Dot Sessions recording. Thanks for listening.